Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TOTTB. My name is John and I'll be your Percival Silverlight today. Yes, it has been a while. Thank you for staying with us. Um, we have had various things, various personal issues and good things as well. Um, it's just kind of gotten on top of us a bit. Nonetheless, we will endeavour to put out new content wherever we can. In fact, we have lots of amazing news for you. So, thing the first. We have a Delta Green campaign coming up shortly. Uh, it doesn't mean that we are stopping Tomb of Annihilation. It just means extra things. The start of us dropping these episodes will be next month. Keep an eye on our socials for exact dates. As well as that, we've been embroiled in the magnificence that is Actual Play UK. Originally conceived as a Discord channel for lots of UK actual play streamers and podcasters to come together, uh, for some bizarre reason, I decided to start running the stream for them. So, I've been getting together loads of really, really cool actual play podcasts and streamers and getting them to play games together. You can find our first few streams on the Actual Play UK YouTube channel, and you can also catch us live on most Fridays. I'll be appearing on the 5th of June with some other really cool podcasters from Realms of Peril and Glory, Modified Role, Lads on Tour, and Snyder's Return. Natalia is appearing in I'm Not Lying on June 23rd, and Nick will be appearing on Mortborg on July 7th and 14th. I should also give a shout out to Daniel from the actual play podcast Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story, for allowing Percival to make a special appearance and ruin his day. And with all of that out of the way, is a very special adventure. What is this place? The giggling squid. So oh, look at So I think I'm in the right area, yes. Apparently a famous writer is lodging here. It's sure to be him. Uh, Barman. Uh-huh. Spoo and Bravari here. Oh, this one. No, no, not that Bravari. Okay. The O... Yes, oh, the yes. O7. Okay. Uh, don't give me the water down stuff. I'm on my bravari. Oh, do water down stuff. I have many a drink. Oh, what have we here? This looks like some kind of book. Written by a child. Well. Uh, oh, there's mud all over it. Oh, no wonder with all these people just walking in out of the rain, splashing it everywhere. Do you people not know what the laundry bill is? <sighs> Alright, let's see. Oh, oh. Ah, here we go. Let's see here. 
Last entry. The log of Percival Silverlight. <sighs> One of those stories. All right. It is a well-known truth in the world that a man of good standing and the means must not upset a host at a dinner party should he bring dishonor upon his house and the house of others. I can tell you that from experience. If, however, the host is a lying, conniving cheater of dino races, then more power to your sister. Okay, I like this guy already. Despite our rather excellent feat of nimble fingers and a truth serum, if an Taroya, if an Taroya, a man that has decided to bet an arm and a leg, probably someone else's, on a, his rigged dinosaur for the race on the morrow, saw through our deception. We were escorted from the premises, and it would appear to now be in some hot water for him. No matter. We have reported our suspicions to Terek, who we have found rather fortuitously in an alleyway next to our lodgings. But this fortuitous. We must now gather more direct proof of Tarora's cheating, and I'm sure something will go wrong. Ha ha ha! Ah, adventure! Well, it sounds like a lot of crap to me, but uh, it's this or the ring. Another drink, I have some reading to do. Um, excuse me, sir, I believe you have my book. What? What this? Oh, I'm not even sure it could be fit to call a book. It's more of a collection of musings from an egomaniac. That may be, but it is still my book. My fans will be distraught if they cannot experience both the joy and sorrow of one of Percival Silverlight's grandest adventures. Ah, so it is you. No autographs, please. My signing hand is recovering from a rather nasty rash. I mean, a battle to to death. You don't remember me, do you? Should I? Lord Bandini of House Renata, acclaimed cinematographer, tail terror of the Tau Marie Celestia and the Great Odyssey. Hang on, hang on. Uh, gold coats, weird big hair. Uh, you could be a million people. <sighs> you have my wallet. The wallet? Oh, yes. Why didn't you say? Here you go. Um, I've helped you out with that one. Someone's filled it full of weird credits or something. We only use gold round here, don't you know? Ah, thank you. And look like all the ducats are here. Good. Ah, here is your book. I am sure you must be relieved I found it here. Uh, hang on. Why does my ID have glasses drawn on it? Uh, you know... Kids? Ah, kids indeed. We pick up this week um, with Tyrek having just uh, departed the alleyway that you guys were in. You had uh, you had met with the merchant prince, uh, with the merchant prince's son, rather, um, having been to dinner with um, Ifan, and you had basically let him know what you have found so far. Unfortunately, you had no solid evidence of exactly what was going on with regards to uh, Eliza and the fan and possible cheating uh, in the diner races tomorrow. But uh, you did let Tyrick know that uh, Ifan, as good as told you to basically drop 
um, your investigation, which to him seemed to confirm that there actually is a reason to be worried, that there actually is some sort of cheating going on. Uh, you have, uh, I'd say, a couple of hours left of sort of the night when it's not going to be particularly suspicious to be wandering around the streets. You know, there's you can hear about you in the city. There's still revels going on. There's people going about having a having a, you know some drinks, getting maybe the last few bits of dinner, like dino kebab or something. I don't know. Um, and uh, you are left with the choice of what to do with your evening. You still, as I say, have a little bit of time. Um, you could potentially try and do some more digging. How exactly? I'm not sure. That's up to you guys. Turek did let you know um, that uh, Eliza was staying in the market ward um, and was able to give you directions to roughly where she is staying. I've got, is it the Crimson Wave thing, second floor, third window? Uh, east, eastern wall from the southern end. Was indeed, yes, yep. thank you, yep. because I had completely forgotten what the instructions were I yep. gave you. Um, <laughs> so it's a good thing somebody was taking yeah. notes. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, he told you that uh, she was staying at the Crimson Wave. Should you wish to go over there and try and infiltrate her chambers, you possibly could do. But that is, as I say, entirely up to you. Um, what else? Tyrick had also informed you what the run of the day was going to be tomorrow. He told you that there was going to be a parade in which the dinosaurs were literally paraded through the streets before the races start. That there would be two races, the uh, two-legged and four-legged races before the unchained race. And that ideally, um, what he wanted from you guys was to let him know before the unchained race start started if you had any solid evidence uh, of cheating failing that you could always maybe try and participate or try and prevent eliza from using any sort of cheating even if you're not able to find any hard evidence of how she's cheating it seems from what you've discussed with akene and tyrick so far that the main issue is just making sure that tyrick isn't beaten by a cheater essentially um so there's the potential that you could simply try and thwart whatever plan eliza has mm. However, I now hand over to you again after this uh, little bit of a winding explanation of uh, the start of your evening and ask, <laughs> what is it you would like to do? So we're currently outside of the... We're in the back alley, aren't we? Just you are in the back alley, yes. Into, yeah. So um, I, I really do think we... Um, uh, maybe all of us need to go to, uh, to Wakangas this evening, but um, it, we could have a very fast chat in, in the Giggling Squid together so it's a bit more private and there's not ears listening from outside. Nothing but, wrong with um, a quick drink? But yes, I do. Well, I would like some food, personally. I, um, I haven't eaten all bloody evening. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think um, Wakanga would be a very good option for us all to um, to speak to about this. And especially, um, I was thinking as well, he has the library, which I think might be of use. And um, there's probably quite a lot that we could discuss with him that might help. Okay. So I guess we go in and... Uh Order some drinks and some nibbles. Um, so you're going into the into the giggling yeah, squid. I, I thought Silica was suggesting going back up to Wakangas. Um, well, she said that um, we can go into the giggling squid for a quick chat first. Um, but you know, we would really benefit from going to Wakangas. Um, uh, basically, like she said that um, if you go into the giggling squid, it's a bit more private to have a quick chat, like mm. from, away from ears from outside. Um, that makes sense. To, Otherwise, I feel a bit rude if we go to Wakanga's and then we ask Wakanga to leave the room while we talk. So, uh, yeah. you know. Hell, Volo's had that done to him twice. Yeah, that's Volo. <laughs> He's used to it now. <laughs> you know, so that we try to shoot like, shoot his um, hat off. Hey, we, we got him an you know. excellent deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that you did. You did, as a matter of fact, yeah. That's the only success we had with your fan, was getting <laughs> followed from a deal. Yeah, it, it went yeah. well. Anyway, you make your way mm. into the giggling squid, and again, it's the same sort of scene you've seen before. It's you know, it's quite, it's quite rowdy. Not as busy as you have seen it in the past, but it is definitely doing a decent trade with the evening. It takes a couple of moments to find yourself a table for the four of you, but you do manage to, as you know, you're kind of yes. your regulars. You wave at the bartender. He manages to clear off a couple of people that are only drinking, um, and is able to get you a table to yes, yourselves. Sorry. It's loud enough that you can be fairly confident nobody will overhear you if you're talking in whispers. Right, so Siliqui slightly leans in as well. Like she sits down and slightly leans forwards. I, um, I, I hopefully have something to eat for Kangas. I'm not bothered about it now, so we should just talk. So, Zibi, did, did, uh, did I hear you correctly when you said that uh, there was some, some kind of I don't know, ring or something like that? Oh, when he was talking to Tilik? Yes. Know? I, yeah, she's got some kind of, um, well, I say some kind of ring. It, it is a ring. Um, I didn't really see it, Zibi, hence why, you know, I didn't know when you told me, but what, what does it look like? Why, what, what was the strange thing about it? It's a kind of bronzy colour with a, a, sort of like a, a, a weird orangey gem on top of it. Um, uh, from what Tilek said, I was wondering if it might be uh, something she could use to control the dinosaur instead of uh, instead of trying to poison the wee beastie so like a mind control type thing i yeah, i was thinking that sort of thing would i potentially know what that is um roll me an arcana done and done first roll of the evening <laughs> no i don't <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> got a nine yeah. nine. <laughs> nine is not gonna do it no um no. i can give you for i can give you for free a sort of generic thing that you would know that rings are one of the sort of common items that you could potentially enhance with magic um, but yeah beyond that you wouldn't magic. have a clue what kind of ring this was from the descriptions he's given the bee that um, uh, Wakanga is the merchant prince with like all the magic things and he seems to be the go-to he may have heard of it or um, he may have some books in his library which we did say we could use his library anyway uh, so you were so you were describing it, um, Zibby. Did you at any point describe the rooms that were on it? No, he hasn't. Just, uh, said yes, bronze. no, I did. I, I said it was uh, to everyone or what's well, ready? But bronze with a bronze with a orangey gem. But I don't think you mentioned the runes. Yeah, or that she was twisting it. Well, twisting it might have just been being awkward, you know, yeah, or, true. you know, sort of uh, nervous or like you do. Yeah. All right, uh, Zibby. Um, do you think you, because I didn't see it, do you think if I gave you my sketchbook, do you think you'd be able to draw it? The, the, the ring? I could give it a try. Yeah, I mean, while, while we're here, it might be worth you um, trying to draw what you remember. Draws a circle with a bump on the top of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with the words, ring. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, just in case you've, uh, you've not realised. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, um, yeah. Um, Mr. DM, what would you like me to roll to see if I can accurately... I think I'd like you to roll me a history check, please. Um, because it's basically it's you trying to recall all the no, details sore, about it? it. Yeah. Okay, history. Uh, you know I said I'd draw a ring with a bump on the top with ring written underneath it. Is that oh, what no. you did? <laughs> yep. What did you roll? Six. That, that's not a bad drawing, um, Zippy, but um, how about you describe it to me and I draw it and then you tell me if I'm doing it, what, it if it looks like what you think it, you saw. 
Well, you can't do any worse than mine. <laughs> Arts and crafts wasn't very big where I grew up. <laughs> so the so the problem there is what I was what I was drawing for was specifically for how many details he could recall. So even if yeah. he is describing it to you to draw, the details aren't coming through enough that you can get what the runes were. Um, okay. Is that yeah? It's is unfortunately with that roll, Zibby, you can you can yeah you can describe it and if yeah, yeah even if you do that silica you draw it for him you can get the kind of like the 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 general look of what a ring would look like and where the gem would be but yeah the actual what the actual runes look like i'm afraid escapes you zibi so so he, yeah so even if he's vocally telling you he wouldn't be able to give any more detail than what he's actually put on a piece of paper precisely yeah yeah it was a ring with some runes on it and a gem of some description hmm. Personally, I do think that we should tell Wakanga about what um, Tyrek and Akene have said about uh, Ifan. And um, whilst the drawing might not be that detailed, you may have books of, uh, with images or things like that to do with the ring um, that you might recognise if you see a picture of it or, or you know, or the runes. Or well, something. he, he um, may so actually have an idea about what that, something like that could do. Um, being that he's more um, of a master in um, magics and stuff, he, uh, he may have some ideas or spells or things that he can do that may be more helpful i think you know he'd be on our side obviously it's it's far beyond our knowledge he's over our level (laughs) to be honest i think that might be quite a good idea if we're going to do that we might we might as well nip off a bit sharpish because um you don't want to wake up the chap it's getting a bit late i don't want to be rude it's like he's already been really good to us i don't want to just like bang on the door all hours at night and be like hello and then also he gets the wrong idea about me and thinks I'm some kind of cheap hoe. And that's not what we're going <laughs> Nobody for Nobody would ever think you're a cheap hoe. <laughs> why would he think you're a cheap hoe, Siliqui? <laughs> An expensive well, one, possibly. Your relationship <laughs> is purely professional. Um, <laughs> I said no such thing, but I'm not cheap. D- actually, t- technically, <laughs> hoes actually have professional relationships as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. They do. Um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, should, should so um, we... I know you're being quite quiet, Rana, but should we um, <laughs> should we start walking? I, I think it might be a good idea. I think uh, yeah, well, just for the sake for the sake of brevity, we'll just say that yeah. Rana has quietly been agreeing with everything and has got got a bit of a tired, got a bit of a T Rex a, a T Rex <laughs> meat belly essentially. Um, <laughs> yes, meat coma. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a meat a meat baby. But he's still got he's still somehow got a drumstick of meat in his hand <laughs> that he walked out with. Is there anything else you guys want to discuss before going out to Wakangas, or do you want to just head over there? Not until um Rana returns. Back with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um and as as he's being quiet, let's get on. Um so, so you make your way out and into the streets, as you've already sort of witnessed as you were walking through the first time. You know the the revelers are out in force. You've got uh, you've got a few people doing sort of like street circus acts, doing things like you know juggling various different items. In one place, you've got somebody breathing fire. The sort of I forget what they're called, but they're kind of like kind of like nunchucks, but they're on fire. Um, do you mean poi? Kind of things. I probably do mean poi. Fire poi. Yeah. 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 Um, and that kind of that it grabs your interest as you go through. Um, Siliqui. In fact, actually, mm-hmm. I'd like everybody to roll me a perception, please. I knew it was going to be low. <laughs> uh, I always throw shit when he says, roll a perception when we're outside. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I said about, um, uh, you know what I said about rolling uh, pointless natural 20s? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Natural 20, so it's a 23. Nice, this might not be nice. a pointless one. Uh, yeah, but it's, 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 less, it's um, less good, possibly, than trying to hit somebody with a very large hammer. <laughs> you never know. This could be hitting somebody with a hammer. Oh, no, yeah. okay, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's a perception. <laughs> okay, so, Siliqui, you, uh, you are distracted by the fire. You see the sort of the, the poi. You see the sort of the dance of the flames. You, you are just in awe. So, I wonder if I could do that. I do that with my um, Imichi anyway. I wonder if I could... Indeed. Do it for fire. Probably. Percival, what was your what was your fourteen? Um, what was your roll in total? Total fourteen. Yes. Fourteen. <laughs> I I have flat. Okay. You two, you as you're kind of going through, you see the you see these you see these flames, and you, you definitely sort of take on a kind of like oh, that's it's quite a quite a nice show, something I've not seen before. However, you can't you can't shake the feeling that. Somebody's watching you. You get the feeling that you know somebody's somebody might be tailing you. You can't put your finger on it because when you sort of you turn around to sort of investigate, you can't see anybody. Um, but you just you can't shake the feeling as you're walking along. For Zibby, however, um, you as you sort of are walking through, you you recognise that there is in fact somebody tailing you, and they are. They are moving. They are moving quite stealthily, um, and actually, they're following the walls. Um, there appears to be somebody just sort of like you see a silhouette sort of dart in between areas that are lit up, and you can just sort of, just sort of see that somebody keeping an eye on your group. They're out of reach. You'd have to sort of go up onto the city walls in order to to get to them. But you, there is absolutely somebody up there watching you. Without appearing to uh, have noticed the person up on the wall. Sort of, in fact, he says this to Siliqui because he knows that Percy will do the exact opposite of anything he says. Don't look. Okay, <laughs> where? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's true. Siliqui, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't look up there. There's, um, okay. I remember you saying that somebody, somebody was following us um, yes. a little while ago and there's... There's somebody definitely following us. They're up on the up on the city walls, just keeping an eye on where we're going. Is it to the left or to the right? Okay. I won't look now, but is it to my left or to my right? Uh, whichever moment, way the walls left. are. Um, left, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so on the so, on the on the city map it's they're they're sort of making their way along the outer wall that faces the jungle. I was getting a feeling that I felt like I was being watched, but then I just thought I was getting paranoid, but hmm. I don't know who it could be. Uh, did you get any kind of? Did you see what they were wearing or anything like with, that? With, with a with my natural twenty, Mister DM, do I get any other uh, any other insight into what they're wearing, what they look like? Of course, um, they are wearing what appears to be quite bulky, um, sort of quite quite bulky uh, black sort of cloak. They're definitely trying to sort of like blend into the dark background. And you definitely see a sort of a glint of a sword you recognise as one that belonged to one of the assassins that beat you up in the very first session of mm. this season. Ooh, the buggers. Did you just shout Uggins? No, I said, ooh, the buggers. Not Uggins. Oh. <laughs> you cut out and all I heard was Uggins. <laughs> Uggins. It's that guy. Uggins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's not you know, my name in the slightest. <laughs> uh, so yes, I, I relay that to Siliqui as well. Is it the 
flaming fist or something. Was it the... Um, no, Zentari. it Zentari. was the Zentari. Zentari. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, these guys these guys were three um three yeah, three cronies of the Zentarim who from what you've gathered are are, are quite high up possibly certainly the the city guard when you were when you um when you went down into Melar's throat um the city guard that were on the gate were given orders by the leader of this uh, this this group of three assassins. Um, to not go down, and they were obeyed as if they were, you know, commanders of the city watch. Um, Even though you know that the Zentrum are not supposed to be the city watch, they're supplementing the city watch. Does um, Zibi tell Siliqui? Yes, I relayed all of that to uh, to Siliqui. Okay. He relayed who who it was. Although, Although you don't know exactly which one of the three it is, you know it is one of them. Siliqui, um carries on walking forward she um she grabs hold of this of the inside of um percy's wrist and says just keep walking forward and for once in your fucking life Percival, don't look around just just keep acting i would say normally but i'm not going to say normally because why not act normal like the rest of us but just keep cool <laughs> and do what we're doing right just act like nothing's happening but zibi just told me we are being followed again by one of those people in them um, the black hoods so um we need to be aware, but don't look around or do anything right now. But just be aware, we are being followed. Okay. And Percival just continues to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I spot? Um, can I spot other people in the market who are making sort of thieves signs or anything like that to make themselves known to other members of the fraternity? Um. Yeah, actually, yeah. Because with your thieves' can't you actually you you know the Sorry. signs to look out for? Do you want to make that a bit clearer? Thieves can't. Thieves can't. Yes. Yeah. C A N T. No, no, Alan. No, Alan. You can't. You can't do that. Um. <laughs> it really did sound like. Christ. Okay. Who who is this case we keep talking about? It must, must, must be something fairly popular. With that, it is kind of like... Um, oh, gosh, what's that scene? Um, is it Pirates of the Caribbean or is it... Or is it... Uh, was it the Hobbit movie where there was that kind of scene where a message was essentially being passed across the town and it was just different people <laughs> doing, like, little things? I think it was the Hobbit movie that did it. Um, where there's, you know, like, there was one guy, one guy lit a pipe... Um, and then, like, yeah. there were two fishermen. They just sort of changed uh, over. It's, it's, when it's, they're in, it's when they're in Lake Town, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the Hobbit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, they're watching they're watching Bard and his family. Mm. Um, yeah, that's right. That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's that it's that kind of thing. It's like, it's little innocuous things that the rest of you just pass off as being, you sort of, you even if you actually see what's happening, you don't recognise it for what it is. But, Zibby, you recognise that there's these little movements are being used to signal like they've gone this way, they're going this way. And it's, yeah, it's sort of, it's generic. Here and there, there might be a symbol that you don't quite recognise, and that's clearly mm. because it's some sort of, it's a, it's perhaps a it's name, perhaps a place thing, name yeah. you haven't quite picked up on, or it's a name of a person that perhaps yeah. the message is being sent to that, yeah, you don't know the specific symbol for, but you recognise that it's something along those lines. Um, so if I can spot somebody who's not watch, uh, watching us but is also <clears throat> um, sort of talking about other stuff. Right, okay. 
Okay, interesting. Hold on. Let me roll for it, because I don't actually know if there is anybody there that's doing that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You see one person in particular who uh, appears to be sort of examining the wares of of one of the merchants in the Grand Souk, and he does that three-pronged uh, finger symbol that you'd recognise before in your sort of search for a uh, search for a criminal contact as being this sort of like this other criminal element that you didn't you don't recognise. You're not entirely sure what the message is, but you definitely see them sort of do this symbol that you recognise from before, where they're doing this sort of this establishing that they are both part of the same uh, same organisation. They don't appear to be with the Zentarim that you see. The thing is, they would also recognise what the Zentarim are up to, wouldn't they? Possibly. Quite possibly. They're all working in the same city, and if they're all uh, able to speak, Thieves can't. I mean, if Thieves can't is a thing I can understand both sides are talking about, then, mm. yeah, they're, they're going to know each other, aren't they? Um, possibly, yeah. Which sort of buggers up my idea that I had. What was what was your idea you had? Well, um, find somebody who's not who's not Zintarim and basically just say to them, uh, sort of try and intimate that um, there are spies or guard coming, okay. which might cause a bit enough of an upset for them to lose what we uh, to lose us. Okay, all right. Um, I'm going to probably know where we're going anyway, but it's. I mean, yeah, possibly. So hang on. So if I so if I understand this correctly, you're essentially trying to start something of a, a minor gang war. To more to or less, with the scuffle, yeah. with the conversations <laughs> that I had with um, Toby, Tobias, that, yes, Tobias, that's Taban. the one. That's no, 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 no. Um, the the guy that I spoke to to try and find out about oh, yeah. the pirates. Um, yeah, that Tobias. was Tobias. Yes. Yeah. Would I have picked up any? Intimation that the Zintarim and this other group are not on the best of terms. From your discussion with them, you would, uh, with Tobias, you would have picked up on the fact that these two seem almost ambivalent of each other in the sense that it almost seems like you would say that the Zentarim aren't necessarily aware of the second group. They're not aware. Right, okay. Doesn't seem to be, no. Hmm... Whether or not the uh, three-pronged group is aware of the uh, Zentarim is another matter entirely, but I will give you for free that, yeah, the, it, there's this sort of aloofness that seems to suggest that the Zentarim are unaware that there's another... And again, it's sort of... It's potentially criminal. You don't actually know what the business of the other one is. You know that the uh, Zentarim are very definitely using Thieves Can't. The one with the three prongs seems to be slightly different. Hmm... Hence why, as I say, you're not necessarily sure what messages they're conveying by this. They just sort of seem to be... You have managed to pick out from your knowledge and what you've seen that that sort of three-pronged is how they recognise each other. My apologies if this is confusing. It's meant to be. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, what, stall, uh, what stall are they standing at? Um, they are standing in what appears to be a stall for fruit. Classic. Um, I am mm -hmm. going to go and buy some <laughs> bananas. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he, he said to the other three, so, um, you crack on, I'll, I'll catch you up in a second. Um, I, just, I uh, just got a sudden craving for bananas. I, I need to build up my abs. Um, uh, per Percival shouts back, 
Watch out for spiders. Apparently they hide in bananas. No, runners with you. No, no. <laughs> Smaller ones. <laughs> oh, you know, he is quite small. That's why I call him Wee Man. So I'll catch you up in a bit. Um, I'll catch you up in a second. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah. Don't be long. Uh, go up to the store, sort of uh, uh, pick up a <laughs> hand of bananas and just sort of quick shake, just in case. Um, <laughs> and uh, I shall say, because uh, both of these guys have made the three prong symbol is that correct yes yeah they appear they appear to have acknowledged each other with this uh, this thing the other the other guy looks like he's sort of he's sort of talking to the man but now seems to have gone back to just sort of perusing the wares whilst i'm uh just looking over these bananas make sure they're, they're not bruised or anything like that they're not too green or they have spiders in or they have spiders in um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm i'm gonna make a sign uh that says um uh visit visiting brother from foreign lands something like that i just imagine you sort of asking him for restaurant recommendations or something <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what <laughs> recommendation think, would you have for think, this time of year for squid think um, <laughs> a really bad accent you know sort of like, uh, <laughs> i'm new in town <laughs> do you come here often um <laughs> no so he's, um, he's gonna make he's gonna make uh in the way that I would do it normally, you know, uh, make the sort of uh, the signs, you know, sort of drum on the table, sort of, uh, uh, sort of. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, with, the, with these, with these count, the way I do it is you don't necessarily uh, much like the way I'd run Kenku is you don't have to actually. I mean, for flavour, if you want uh, yeah, to, literally saying, act yeah. it out. You can do, but you can just yeah, yeah you can just say that that's what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, uh, but yeah, he's, he's gonna he's gonna make it known through Thieves Camp that he's visiting the area. Uh, so they know that uh, if they speak thieves cant, then uh, they'll know that I know. Hmm. Um, uh, do, do I get any reaction from that? So you see, as he's as he's talking you through uh, the various different types of bananas that he has on display, um, he makes a few <laughs> he makes a few symbols which are essentially, um, "Who are you?" And then you see this three pong symbol just like uh, just just slipped in there as if it's kind of like it's almost a layer on top of um, thieves can't. Do, do you want two um, or do you want three um, sort of thing? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I will make a kind of hammer type thing and say I'm a uh, I'm a crazy, uh, crazy rooster visit uh, visiting family. OK, so hold on a second. He starts taking you through the exact method by which you uh, get into um, banana husbandry. Um, and uh, he, in, in doing so, he says, I don't know you. I don't know your organisation. What are you doing here? To be honest, I really wasn't doing very much um, until I found out that this entire room are planning something. I don't quite know what, but uh, I thought somebody ought to know. He says back in Thieves Can't... Uh, Zentrum are always planning something. Please leave. <laughs> I shall take some bananas because I quite fancy some now and uh, <laughs> just wander off casually. Uh, that'll be that'll be five copper, please, sir. Oh yeah, I, I paid him. I paid. Him. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> course. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> the price. It's just five, five copper. Five copper. Your, um... Must be joking. There's yeah. three. <laughs> I've seen better growing on trees. <laughs> He says, fuck off to you two. Um, 
<laughs> I, I, I give him a smile and a wave. <laughs> okay, right. Um, so it takes uh, the others. The others um, are, are off ahead of you, but it doesn't take too much because of the sort of crowd. It's, it takes a takes a takes a quickly quick time to actually catch back up with them. Um, you make your way through the merchants' ward again. Nothing significant happens there's no like there's definitely again with that perception that you got um zibby you never notice any sort of like uh danger this way or ambush them here or something like that there's nothing like that it just seems to be just quiet observations here and there and they actually they seem to get more frequent especially as you move up into the merchant's ward and actually (laughs) the crowds start to disperse a bit more there's not as much milling around as there was on the lower levels Mm. do you uh did you get some uh bananas zibby Hey, uh, do you want one? No, no, they're all straight. I don't like straight bananas. They don't make sense. <laughs> Rana just wordlessly holds out one hand. <laughs> I've already got a hand of bananas. I don't need two. Um, uh, yeah, of course, he, of course, he just gives, yeah, he gives Rana a banana. Banana, Rana. Somewhat disturbingly, Rana, Rana, um, Rana eats the banana see that rhymes <laughs> Rana sounds heavenly Rana eats the banana by holding it horizontally in his palms and then just biting into the middle of it surely he knows dog. what a banana is <laughs> well, he probably does he lives in the jungle yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you shouldn't force your cultural assumptions about how to eat a banana on somebody who's lived with them all his life I was going to say. I was, I was waiting for him to say he, he, he unpeels it from the uh, the end that we normally think end. is the wrong yeah. end, because apparently <laughs> that's the right do. end. Yeah, it's the correct it way. Is the right end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rana, I, do you not do you not find the um, the outside really tough and bitter? Like the inside's a lot creamier and smoother. It's the best like, bit. Do you not do you not prefer the middle rather than eating the outside? Rana says, uh, "Many fruits are sweet, few are bitter." bitter is unusual yes and then carries on like really like there's a really over crunching sound as it is, it, it, i don't uh, eat the mid i don't eat the middle bit it's radioactive um <laughs> the outside i i it would give me terrible belly if i ate the outside rana just sort of shrugs and then very obviously crunches down on like the rubbery skin like he's so, uh, <laughs> he'll wild shape into an animal with a stomach that can deal with that uh, <laughs> well, a, mon- a monkey obviously um, so I think we've worked out why it is that Rana's toilet time is rather longer than everybody else's. <laughs> As we skate over this literal toilet humour. Um, anyway, we, are we, go, are we, are we, um, are we all going to Wakangas, yeah? Are we? That, that was where I was going with that, is that yes, yep. you do yep. make your way up to... Okay. As uh, you, make, you make your way up to Wakangas, um, there's no other particular event that uh, sparks your interest. However, as you sort of make your way past the Temple of Sevras, um, you do notice uh, there is just one other person actually in the in this area at the moment. It's quite quiet, but this one person walks out of the Temple of Sevras, this sort of uh, fairly old, not wizened, but definitely a sort of very mature um, uh, Cholton woman uh, sort of walking with this quite elaborate cane that appears to have this sort of uh, kind of serpentine look to it with a couple of wings at the top. She sort of comes out, nods at you, just sort of smiles and says, good evening to you. Just keeps walking on past and heads on down the hill. Ma'am? Uh, good evening to you there, Dean. Hello. A very good one. 
As you make your way past and up to the gates of Wakangas, the same city guards are there as before. Does Silaquee recognise anything to do with the woman? Nope. Okay. Nope. Just a little little peppering in there for later. Mm-hmm. Um Pepper. You make your way. You make your way up to uh, Wakanga's villa, and the guards. Again, this has sort of become a bit routine. They're just like, "Oh, it's you guys again." Okay, cool. We'll just go. We'll just go get the go get Wakanga. Hello, Gary. Hello, Gary. Good evening. Yeah, you're doing. No, Gary's. Gary's across oh, Gary's, the way. I'm, I'm yeah, Tim. Gary's. Hello. Oh, Tim. sorry, Tim. Well, yeah. Gary's at the um, temple. Yeah, Gary's. Gary's at the temple. My name's. My name's Timothy. You've met me several times. You never asked me my name. I'm very sorry, Tim. I um, no, my apologies. It's fine. It's fine. It's just my just my way. Is it is it Tim or Timothy? A uh, Tim. Tim to my friends. Tim, very pleased to meet you. You're doing a bang up job. Keep it up, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Making sure is nobody it, is gets it in. Timothy or is it Timothy? Uh, it's, it's Timothy. Uh, uh, but you have to spell it with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, very strange. Anyway. Every hero strikes out on their adventure for a different reason. To prove myself worthy of my mother's praise. To write my own story and discover who I really am. To prove to my family that I am more than they believe me to be. To avoid the god that has chosen me. But when the fragile balance of the world is in jeopardy, and sinister forces move in the darkness, heroes will be tested, pushed to their limits and beyond and it will be left to them to determine if they are up to the task. There is a darkness rising. Will they be able to overcome the challenges and meet this evil head-on? For my god. For my story. For my freedom. For the world. To restore the balance. Modified Role Season 2, The Chronicles of Eren. A D&D 5e actual play podcast. New season, new characters, new story. Find us on all the usual podcasting apps or at modifiedrule.com. After this little exchange, they uh, lead you on in and Wakanga, uh, Wakanga's there to, to greet you um, in the antechamber, the little sort of waiting room area you met him in the first time. It's there, it's just like, ah, my friends, welcome, welcome back. How was, uh, how was dinner with dear old Ifan? I'm sure you can guess. Oh, it's delightful. <laughs> well, uh, yes, um... Because, um, if it, I know it's a little bit late, Kangaroo, and I'm terribly sorry, and I, I know I was going to pop over anyway, but um, I've brought the gang, if that's okay. Uh, we do have quite a lot we would like to talk to you about, if um, if it's not too much bother. Why, of course, yes. of course, where's, where's anything. Where's the PlayStation? Where's the weed? Let's get this party going. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite know what you're speaking of, but the weed is right here. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> that's my man. <laughs> right, let me just get my pipe out. <laughs> pipe weed. Yeah. He calls for uh, refreshments to be brought through um, and interpret that as you will. Um, and <laughs> you guys can sort of take a seat. He does actually. He uh, when you when you when you say that you actually want to talk in depth, he takes you through um, to the sort of the lounge area, which is a little bit more. It's a bit more, um, a bit more refined, a little bit more comfortable than the uh, than the waiting room. Uh, however, there is an odd moment when you open it up. You sort of look around. I'd like insight, please, from oh. Percival, Rana, and Zibby, please. It's it's very exciting because I'm actually using proper dice now. See, natural twenty. As, as, to, as to see if we notice the shrine to Siliqui uh, in the corner. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. Uh, did you say oh. perception again? 
Um, uh, no, I it's an insight. insight. I, I do insight. get plus four oh, to insight. insight, so I end up with five, which is a, a mighty score, I feel. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 17. 20. Natural 20. Rama, as you come into the room, you just kind of, you see a room. There are chairs. You're fine. You're good, you're good to you're good to come in. You you get given your refreshment of choice, and you are, you are absolutely fine. You're you're s- secure in the world. My refreshment of choice is like a coconut with like lime in it and like an umbrella and stuff. <laughs> you can't necessarily do a coconut, but they can do coconut juice. Be- because uh, because he rolled so low, he doesn't want to go through the door because he doesn't see a room the other side of it. He just sees a blank void. <laughs> no, no, no. This is inside <laughs> not perception. It's not that he didn't see it. He just didn't pick up on anything. Um, <laughs> doesn't exist in my reality. Yeah. Rana is Rana is very pleased to be having uh, to be having his his his, his coconut blood as he calls it. Mm. Coconut blood. <laughs> Zippy and Zippy and Percival. Um, as you guys come into the room, you guys definitely see. Um, this room is is quite quite nicely decorated. Like there's some there's some extra candles about. There's a couple of sort of uh, rugs, not just on the not just on the sofas, but actually uh, on sort of odd places on the floor as well. Um, that seem to be placed out. You're not entirely sure what that's about, but uh, there's a second where Wakanga just seems a little bit flustered and just sort of brushes it off slightly. You're just like, yeah, yes, yes, no, I just, I have my room nicely decorated, that's all. Um, <laughs> and Percival, with that natural 20, you notice that as Wakanga comes in, he he makes a he makes a move. Um, Zibi, unfortunately, you don't quite get high enough to see this, but Percival, you definitely see, he picks up something that looks very much like some sort of hand drawing um, that he very quickly folds and puts into a pocket um, right. while nobody is looking um, and uh, is it sort of turns back to you just kind of like ah yes and uh, I'm now ready to be a perfect host uh, and <laughs> just as you all to sit down you're always a perfect host don't be silly you're too kind Mr. Silverlight too kind yes you am I should wind it down a bit shouldn't I uh, you should be more of a dick um, <laughs> no problem uh, please don't encourage him Akanga. you have no idea what I have to put up with on a daily basis trust me he's, he's, you don't want him more of a dick it's all down here from now anyway Percival please just shush, shush a moment how may I be of assistance to you all thank you Akanga. so um, we've had a bit of a mad day today to, to, to tell you the truth Basically, you know, we've been trying to um, speak to the different merchant princes to um, get them on site to help with the um, Order of the Gauntlet and, and their troubles. Why, of course. Well, um, we've been um, speaking to Akene a fair amount. Um, she and her son, Tirik, um, a lovely guy, uh, spoke to us. And now it's very confidential, so we do need you to, you know... Did to we not, not tell just... him already? No. No, you, you did, Percival. You haven't told the others that you've told them told him yet. So silicone, yeah. So, yes. So, yeah. So, so, so carry yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's that's where the confusion lies. <laughs> yeah. so, okay, um, that's fine. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to give him a wink as, as she's talking. So we do need he, he, he to very, um, very slightly just rolls your eyes in your direction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we do need to. Um, it is complete, no confidential. Um, but um, Kenny and Tilik spoke to us and said that they believe that there is going to be cheating in tomorrow's dino race. Specifically... Mr. Uh, Mr. Silverlight here told me earlier today. Oh, why doesn't that surprise me? Percival in his mouth. But anyway... Uh, uh, what? 
<laughs> yes, he alerted me. Anyway. He told me that he told me that there was some accusation of cheating that would be happening tomorrow. Um, we we've been told the same. Yes, basically they are under the impression that Ifan doesn't usually bet, and he's made a very large bet um, on his his girl Eliza to win. That's no secret. Yes, it's, it's surprised most of the bookies, to be honest. We hung around the diner pens, then we went to um, speak to Eliza for a bit, and then. Um, I'm not entirely sure what Percival was doing today, but when we got back, he told us that we had a dinner date thing with Ifan. I've been scoring you dinner, young lady. Um, so we went to see Ifan anyway, and um, lovely chap. Other than being a dick, I Percy fitted right in. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Well, we uh, we went to dinner, and uh, Volo came too, um, and. Um, he didn't go very well, to be honest with you. And he kind of cottoned on to what we were doing. So he escorted us out. Um, uh, not very happy with us, to tell you the truth. Didn't even get any dessert. Travesty. He's not well known for his dessert, if and, to be perfectly honest. I didn't get any bloody dinner, Percival. He's much more of a much more of a savoury man than a sweets. Nah. He really is. He, he, he offered me no vegetables, no nuts, no nothing. Nothing at all. I basically sat and got... Meat wafted at me. That was all I got. You know how she is with her, her meat? My dear, have you have you eaten this evening? No. But did you say anything? And he immediately calls for his uh, his servants who uh, who go off and a few minutes later do come back with a nut roast for you. You are so sweet. Thank you very much. Does that one taste of chocolate as well? Uh, no. No, that was a, that was a different thing altogether. Um, <laughs> I think that was I think that was a drink of some kind. Um, <laughs> we wanted to speak to you because obviously you told me that um, you're one of the main people with the Dino Races, the check for magical um, uh, goings on to see if there's anything weird and dodgy going on with the races. We check for cheating. I mean, we yes. spoke to Eliza. And I tried. I tried to get her drunk, to be fair, um, and get her to spill her guts uh, to tell me things, but didn't work. I just got accidentally drunk instead. Zippy did mention something to do with a ring, which might be of interest to you. Zippy, did you want to tell uh, Wakanga about the uh, what the, the ring? I mean, thing? I I didn't recognise it. Wakanga certainly won't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Percy, let's let's just let's just see what uh, see what Wakanga says. I mean, the outside hmm. chance that he might uh, oh, have seen okay. something no, else I understand. that you've not seen. There's always beginner's luck. I understand. <laughs> I, I raise my eyebrow at Siliqui when he's not looking. Um, yeah. Actually, no, I raise my eyebrow at uh, Wakanga when he's not looking. No. <laughs> Siliqui just raises her eyebrow while he is looking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Um, Wakanga, um, after your description, he does say, well, there are... Rings are one of the... I'm sure you know one of the common items that can be enchanted uh, to provide magical aid in times of need. Uh, oh, I, uh, certainly, that would not be that would not be unheard of. No. Um, but tell me, what did this what did this ring look like? Can you describe it, Master Zibby? I, oh, sorry, it's, Reverend it's, Zibby. Re- that's that's <laughs> fine. I'll just forget to call you Prince one day. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> it was it was quite thick, made of bronze. Uh, with a an orangey stone um, set into the top of it, it had some runes written around the outside. And for the life of me, it's not they weren't something that I recognised. Uh, it's not not written in any language that I know. It wasn't dwarvish or anything like that because I'd spot those a mile off. Um, but uh, I she uh, she's sitting there. Uh, she seemed quite attached to it. She all the time we were talking, she was sitting there 
twisting it and playing with it. So it's obviously something that's quite dear to her. We also noticed mm. when we were at the dino pens as well that the change in character with um, Bone Cruncher after a while, didn't we? Oh, hey, he seemed in temperament. Um, to. Uh, Rana did something quite peculiar. Um, he almost blew himself up, and the dinosaur didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? It was a yeah, druid what? thing. <laughs> Rana, Rana just sort of shrugs. He looks, he looks mildly embarrassed, but doesn't, but doesn't say anything. He, he doesn't elaborate. Uh, we can go honestly. That's just an average Wednesday with this lot. <laughs> You're quite right there, it is indeed. <laughs> Excuse me, Lassie, can you stop lumping me in with these two? I'm sorry, Z- generally Zibby is a bit more reliable. <laughs> uh, maybe only a little bit, but still. You were saying, Zibby, there was a there was a strangeness about the about the animals? I it's sort of like um Rana did this huge blue explosion of fire and um the dinosaur didn't even take a bit of notice. They just completely focused on what he was doing. I mean, they are trained. Sounds well trained. They are, yes, they are. Well, they are well trained from birth, but it is peculiar to not re- react at all. You say a, a blue flame, like a. It didn't even flicker. I mean, I, I can, I could, uh, I could understand the fact if he sort of like, if he looked and just carried on going, but his mm. eyes did not even flicker. Do you mean happened. like he was in a trance or something? Uh, yeah, almost, yeah. Interesting. Rana sort of shrugs and he says, I know animals well. His behaviour was strange. Like he was sleeping, perhaps. Like his mind was not really there. Later, Rana says, I watched him come back to his pen later in the evening. He was as I would expect him to be acting on instinct, alert, snapping at any sound he heard, hungry, completely different to how he appeared when he was ridden. When he was ridden, it was like he was half asleep in a trance, almost. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, I have heard of spells that can potentially produce this kind of effect, but the exact mechanisms are are eluding me for the time being. I could have a look in my, uh, my my library, my books, and see if I can find the exact spells that uh, the exact spell that it could have been. But I mean, if you have any of the um, pictures that some of the runes might be, because Zippy did try and draw it, but he couldn't recall exactly what the runes looked like. But if if you have any books that have some of the pictures in or something, they might jog his memory, and um, he might recognise them as the runes that was on the ring. Mm. Can I have a line up? <laughs> I suppose we could we could try something like that. Where, where, where is where is this drawing? Let me, let me see it. It is a circle <laughs> with a it is a circle with a bump on the top with a with ring ne- next to it, an arrow pointing at the circle. Um, <laughs> not, not your uh, not your finest work. Silicone slight, yeah. turns her back to. Um, uh, if I'm honest, I have been drinking when, when all day. Gets so. Out, just so she can slightly look at um, Wakanga as she's handing him the drawing, as in, don't, don't say anything. Don't judge me. <laughs> you know, be, be nice. Don't be nice. mention it. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he he takes he takes a look at this uh, at this drawing, and you can see he sort of he he tries to stifle a laugh um, for for a second. Um, 
It's fine. Go ahead. I know it's not. I I, I wasn't then? given the greatest tools to work with either. Well, that's a bit <laughs> cheek. <laughs> At that comment, Rana nods and says very sagely while stroking his chin, "Yes, the mind is the greatest tool of all." <laughs> CB <laughs> <laughs> gives him the side eyes like he's like do you, do you, are you aware of what you just said? Did you just make a joke, Rana? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Rana's just sitting there innocently sucking on a straw going one hundred percent yes. <laughs> as a result as, as a result of the uh the, the poor drawing, we can uh, yeah, she just kind of he, he looks at it. He kind of, he kind of laughs. He's not. I'm not going to lie, but just says, um, "Well, this is uh, fortunate. This doesn't appear to be um, a a magic item that I I specifically recognise. Certainly not one I think I've dealt with in the past. There are rings uh, that I can go and find potential comparisons for. Bear with me while I get up D and D Beyond's." <laughs> Uh, magic items thing. Uh, <laughs> In the meantime, as well, Wakanga, while you are doing that, um, we've got this naked suspicions. I mean, we've. I'm a bit concerned. We pissed off Ifan, to be fair, that um, he's not the kind of person you want to get on your back, you know. But um, since that, it's only been a matter of an hour or so, we started getting followed. Zibi told me what the person looked like, and um, did, did Zibi tell me it was the entire Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did, yes. um, we're being followed by the Zintarum, which is a bit of a concern, really. I mean, um, don't worry. Look, it's probably just because I scared them off a couple of weeks ago. Yes, that's exactly what happened. We didn't always get our asses handed to us. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> probably for the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Wakanga um, pauses for a moment, thinks about it, and just sort of says, the Zintarum are following you. Mm. You think, uh, as I was about to say, intentionally. Um, you think um, <laughs> by accident, <laughs> by accident they're just keeping tabs on you. <laughs> well, we have had a few weird occasions anyway. That we, um, oh, we a few days ago, actually, we had somebody in a black cloak. Watching us I think it was yesterday, us. wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was a couple of days at least. So, is it- are you sure? I'm not so months. sure it was. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> three months. Three months ago. Yeah, uh, we were we were followed to Plato by yes. somebody in a black cloak. I kid you yeah, not. Yeah, we uh, we ran around, um, but it was somebody definitely following us in a black cloak, um, and we we chased them for a while, but we lost them. They ducked into the baths. Yes. Um, I went. I went one way, and everybody else went the other way. Seems like something that's. Certainly, uh, certainly a concern if the Zentrum are keeping tabs on you, though hard to know what their motives are. We know full well, as as Merchant Princes, we knew full well when we were taking them on, the Zentrum are a a shady organisation, but they provide the muscle power we need to keep the city safe. It was a hard compromise, Which I can understand, but I don't know why they would um, have it in for us, really. I mean, okay, admittedly, in our first or second day here, um, Zibi did accidentally piss them off when we ended up in a fight in the first day. Yes. But, but other than that, no, I, we, I, made, we made it right. And no, I think I know. Them. I think it's, it's, uh, it's Ifan Telroa, isn't it? He's I think we might have gone his wrong side and he may have done something, probably. Even with his connections, Ifan would have had to have acted very quickly to have them following you now. You said you said Zibi was a, 
a network, a, a series of people following you? I, you had the guy up on the wall. Uh, seemed to be the one that everybody else was talking to. That um, lots of people in the market were just gesturing to each other. So say your fan has his contacts within the the Zentrum. He's quite fond of them, I know, but it's still fast of him to have set up something just for just for this evening. We did piss him off quite a bit. <laughs> we did actually get booted out of his house. I mean, bear in mind that we have been followed previously <laughs> anyway. So I don't think it's necessarily by what we've done this evening. I think they're just looking for us anyway. If we're, complete, if we're completely honest, um, we've pissed this entire time off within minutes of arriving. Uh, we pissed off one of the major... Uh, <laughs> but not for bad reasons. I mean, we were just trying to help grandfathers. It wasn't even like we were doing anything bad. Don't get me wrong, I think we did exactly the right thing, but... uh, What exactly did you do to piss them off? What were they they uh, doing? We we basically offered them out. Oh, they were basically harassing uh, Grandfather Zetembe and they grabbed him and Zibi grabbed them back. Zibi quite selflessly decided to to polish the man's sword with his insides. (laughs) He grabbed his arm and said... Basically, don't you know? Leave him alone. Pick on someone your size, <laughs> and then and then it turned into a big scuffle. And um, a kerfuffle, if you would. A, a bit a bigger than a kerfuffle, really. We, a we uh, almost all died. A kerfuffle. A kerfuffle. A fuckle. It was it was a fuckle. Yeah. It seems strange of them to have to have taken such an interest in you. Even after that, they were saying to Grandfather Zetembe, um, "Give me the name, or where is he? Where is he?" I think they were saying, um, fi- um, as though I'm assuming they wanted him to scry on someone. Um, you do, though. The though you, the players, may have forgotten. You do remember that they were asking him to scry Artis Simba. Yeah, I thought it was Artis Simba, but I couldn't remember if he, had, if if Grandfather Zetembe told us that's what the person or not. But yeah, um, okay. So uh, well, Wakanga, they, yeah, Wakanga already knows about Artis, and yeah, and is we'll and anyway, is also so. is also keen to have Artis found. Um, yeah. yeah, so he is aware of that that as a potential issue. Yeah. Mm. They were asking him for about Artis Simba. They was um, it was they wanted. The, where, to know where he was or something and it was ages ago now but well, it Wakanga, seems like ages ago. Wakanga thinks to himself for a moment and seems to try and sort of be he sort of is slightly muttering to himself as he sort of twiddles one of his uh, one of his moustaches then shakes his head and just says I'm afraid I cannot think what would have caused them to follow you unless somehow perhaps they learnt of your brief run-in with Artis. Maybe they're hoping hoping you'll find him and maybe maybe that's why. But we haven't spoken to anybody else other than you about bumping into him, so I don't know how they would have heard. That's just the thing. I personally yeah. I, I I cannot I cannot tolerate the Zentrum. They're not not part of our our, our city truly and You! You're the mole! No, don't worry. <laughs> no, I mean to be honest, I think they're assholes as well. I mean every time you've seen them since or anything, I've tried to be nice to them and I try to be polite and, and friendly and they've just been cold and up themselves, quite frankly. Hmm. At any rate, it's it is a concern, yes, and I am I am of course concerned for you. I mean, without our illustrious Team C, who's going to get rid of this death curse? Well, exactly. Surely we're at least Team B by now. 
Well, you may, you may be Team A by this point. The other two teams still haven't uh, made an appearance. I'll take it. Or, well, having said that, having said that, one of them one of them was just killed. That's out of out of yes. character. That was me just remembering that. Oh yeah, I said one of them was destroyed. The other yes. one's gone missing. One one totally, was, yeah. um, anyway, one of them's missing. Still, we were Team C. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, but the main things is um, we thought you might like to know about the potential cheating anyway, um, but also. If there's anything you can do or anything to, to prevent it tomorrow. My role as adjudicator for magical items means that I am already going to be taking a close look at the animals before the race starts anyway. I will do my best to scrutinize as best I can, but if, if somehow Eliza is hiding whatever she is using, my magic might be thwarted by it. I, of course, will do all I can to find it. Is there any possibility she could take it off beforehand and then... If she had it in a pocket or something, I'd still be able to detect the magic, even if it's uh, even if it's hidden. And at this point, Siliqui, you notice his eyes flick to you and back again um, <laughs> as he says this. <laughs> My magic would mm. certainly be able to penetrate uh, a pocket, but it would take a, a lot of material to muffle uh, a magic item. There are many things, there are things that, you know, magic cannot pierce. Several feet of stone, wood, metals of some kinds, but... What would happen if she covered the ring in lead? She covered the ring in lead. A lead pocket or something. And he's sort of like, there's that moment he's sort of like, yeah, if she, if she, if she covered the ring in lead. But if she covered it in lead, surely, if if it was inside it as well as outside, like on the inner side rather than inside would it not make her finger go green and have lead poison all over her hand yes oh, <laughs> all we need to do is just wait until she pegs it I mean it wouldn't make a lot of sense for a magical item to cover it in lead if you coated it in lead you have the potential of actually blocking the magic from leaving the, spe- the yep. ring in the first place I suppose not if it's going into her finger but if it was contained in something lined with lead perhaps yes. Perhaps then, yes, she could perhaps sneak something in. What an idea. But anything lead-lined like that, I don't know where she would hide it. It would have to be something... It would have to be a A box, box? perhaps, of some kind. Perhaps something that she would have to... She would have to hold. I've got a couple of ideas where she might be able to hide a small ring. (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps. But that then begs the question, where would she have got it? Not many people work with lead. True. I mean, the dinosaur may have, like, pouches or something on on his saddle. Um, Not pouches. These are racing dinosaurs. They want to be aerodynamically uh, aerodynamically perfect if they want to race as fast as they can. But then you think of the size of the dinosaur and the size of a ring. It wouldn't be much of a pouch. It would would be quite small, like some kind of lead-lined pouch that's hidden. It's an idea. One that you could perhaps investigate further. I certainly will keep my eyes open for anything that might look off. But as I say, my official role is to is to observe before the race starts. I can hardly go poking around on little to no evidence. Something I was wondering about this week, Hanger, is um, when the... Uh, the are th- What are they? Jockeys? Uh, Riders? Jockeys, yes. Riders. <laughs> Dino jockeys. Sounds like a terrible film. It does, rather. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, up, up there with Sharknado. Anyway, also awesome. <laughs> so these these uh, these jockeys, dino jockeys, are they 
is there any point between uh, your kind of scan, your magical ability to, to tell what's going on uh, with any kind of magical artifacts or anything like that, bef- bef- uh, like after that and at the point where they start the race, do they have any other contact with anybody else? I'm afraid not. Is there a chance that something could be handed over to them? My inspections of the dinosaurs are made right before the race, like while they are on the starting line. I like how Wakanga just said like there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) He's down with the kids. Um, (laughs) He is. No. um, As he... He says that, yeah, no, he, he inspects them while they're on the starting line. There is nobody else, apart from perhaps their handlers, that will interact with the dinosaurs or their riders before the race starts. And the handlers just, they actually take off the muzzles and whatever padding is used to dull the claws of the animals right. before the race actually starts. So the handler couldn't technically, when they take the, um, the muzzle off and everything, they could actually just hand something over to the rider. It's possible possible i mean they would have they would be they would be being watched by everyone as they did it it would be a tricky thing to try and pull off but it is a possibility perhaps the dinosaur is controlling a laser rather than the other way around we've nailed it i don't think the dinosaur is that smart i'm not so sure that's how that works that's what the ring does the ring makes the dinosaur clever so he can actually use a magical item this sounds like an excellent book I, I want to buy. I want to sort of. I, I, I also want my name on that title, so that can be. Uh, it can be uh, by Percival Silverlight, um, ghostwritten by Zbigniew Harkon. But anyway, um, Wakanga, do you mind if we? Um, do you mind taking us to your library, so we can um, get a start on looking at this? Stuff? I can certainly. I can certainly. Yes, uh, this is a. <laughs> Perhaps if I brought the books down here, you you understand they I are. I was going to say, if you prefer to bring some of the books here, that would be that be fine by me. I can sit here and smoke a cigar. It is my 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 personal library, and you must you must understand that I I do have uh, I do have something of a uh, something of a hoarding problem. Um, but, uh, would you mind if I come with you to give you a hand? I do need to have a quick word with you anyway. Is that all right? Roll me a persuasion. I won't judge you. <laughs> I won't judge you or I won't touch you. Um, the second one is definitely going to make the second one's going to make you roll a disadvantage. Uh, it's eight, <laughs> so it's not very high. Eight. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that is that's uh, Wakanga. He he smiles briefly and he says, "I'll be back down very soon. Just hold on one second. Although, because he's got a thing for her, can she roll at advantage? See, the tricky part is that, again, because it's a secret <laughs> library, that's sort of like, he doesn't really want somebody to come come up there with him. So uh, I'm going to say... The, the room we're in, is there a balcony? Is, there, is that where all the bodies are? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> or is it his weird, like, you know, red room of pain? Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, there, no, there isn't, there isn't a balcony. However, <laughs> for the lounge... Hold on, let me just double check... Does the lounge have a way out? Or has he got his mother in a rocking chair? Uh, <laughs> it's pretty keeps his skin suit. It doesn't yeah. have. It doesn't oh have. It doesn't have a door out to the to the to the gardens, but it does have windows looking out into the gardens. Um, the lounge. Uh, are we at ground floor? Or are we at first floor? You're at ground We're on the floor. Ground. Where Kanga yeah. says he's going to go up to his his uh, private library. In that um, case, Zibi, say, Zibi says, 
I'm just going to go into the garden for a minute and sort of and literally just uh, open the windows and just slide out into the garden and go and have, go and have a cigar. Wait, you're just going to climb out the window to get into the garden? What? Yeah, you said there I was think no he meant door. doors. You know, like when, like what, like I think he meant like conservatory door type. You know, like the. Oh right, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. The garden, Dying not out actually climbing window. through a window. <laughs> you, said, yeah. you said that there were no doors into the garden, so. Uh, Oh. Okay, yeah. Um Wakanga is able to Wakanga yeah, Wakanga Wakanga is able to direct you towards the door to the garden if you want to go out there. Um, uh yeah, I'll just wander out into the garden. Wakanga leads you out, um, Zibi, so if you want to follow him out. Yeah, yeah. Um he shows you that to the east, so left as you go out the door, there is a uh, door that leads you out into the gardens. Um and he basically he basically points you that way, and then he starts heading off um, to head up the stairs um, and start going uh, going to the roof. So for you, Zibi, you have just moved out there, so you can see what the garden looks like. The rest of you, um, Wakanga has left the door open. Are you guys going to just sit in there for the time being? Um, I guess so for now. For, well, for me, yeah. Rana is is starting to fade a little bit in terms of his. His awareness, uh, just in in the basis that it's it's been a long day, like he's mm-hmm. wild shaped twice, it's really late, so I think Rana is gonna pretty much just sort of doze in the nearest chair because I think Rana is pretty beat at this point. He spent a large portion of the day as a spider on a wall, avoiding a dinosaur. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that has been away. Yeah, it's, it's been a long day. Yeah, it's been like a yeah. and then chased Benny and Hill then run style. around carrying a dead axe beak yeah, for quite some been, time. It's been a significant <laughs> a significant day. He's been awake for like fourteen hours at this point. Uh, That's fair fifteen enough. hours, and he's pretty shattered. So, Siliqui and Percival, is there anything particularly you guys are doing in your room? Or are you just sort of sitting and waiting? Uh, Siliqui's just going to um, she's going to look around the room. Uh, does she notice anything in the room? Roll me an investigation. <laughs> Why can't I roll at the moment? Two. Right, plus inv- <laughs> so three. So you see nothing odd in particular. Just it looks it looks <laughs> same as usual, to be honest. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, Percival, I assume you're just sort of sat there as well, or is there anything weird you want to do? Anything weird I want to do? <laughs> always. Uh, I'm Percival. <laughs> I know. Uh, I just, I'm just giving you the option to do something weird if you want to do something weird. Um, I'm, I'm gonna uh, actually. I'm gonna follow uh, Zibi out into uh, the gardens and light up a, a cigar. Okay, you're going out with Zibi. Okay, I'll just move you out there so that you guys are together. Okay, there I am. Yep. Cool. Okay, so Zibi uh, with with Percival. Percival, having followed you, what are you up to? Where are you going? Are you just literally having a look around? Yeah, just having to mooch around the garden, see what I can see. Thank you, Nike. Um, you can see trees. Um, there are <laughs> there are so, so to your left. Um, there is one tree that has this sort of like bench built around the trunk um, that you can uh, that you can sit on, and around the sort of walls there are a couple of a uh, couple of torches that look like they've been lit up with continual flames because they don't really. As you sort of go and look at them, you kind of. Maybe you try and go like light your cigar or whatever it is you're smoking on there, um, Percival. Zippy, you might not have done that, but Percival, if you're lighting up like a cigar, you kind of maybe go to try and like light it, and because it doesn't give off any heat, it doesn't actually light the cigar. Um, That's fair. So, More of an illusionary yeah. flame rather than a yeah practical so, flame. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I'd like to just just kind of come in after Zippy and just be like, uh, 
I hope you don't mind if I join you for a a, a quick cigar. Oh, hey, no, across not. It's fine. Um, bearing in mind that, that because I've got um, prestidigitation, mm-hmm. I can just uh, basically just click my fingers and spark up the cigar, so it's fine. I don't have to worry about. I, nice. I almost feel like uh, like uh, Percival scratched a a uh, a match on the bottom of his boot <laughs> and hands it over to uh, <laughs> Zuby, who's just like. It's all right. I'm, I've got my own. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well. And Percival just chucks the match over his shoulder without blowing it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Or Karen is throwing shit all over face. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else will get that. Okay, good. Yeah, it uh, it goes out against the wall. Um, <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> Could have been uh, fun. Yes. Um, so, I uh, I need to talk to everybody, but um, I'm having a bit of a, a concerning issue. All right. Kind of, so, just kind of, you know, polling the electorate and all that. <laughs> How do you feel about... Our, our quest here, just in, in terms of finding the death curse. How important do you have that in your mind? Uh, it is very important to me. It's, it's something. It's, it's the main thing that my uh, that the abbot has asked me to do. Uh, in fact, it's one of the one of the only things that the abbot has asked me to do. So um, I'd rather not fuck it up. I can understand that. Why did you ask? Well, I had a uh, a, a meeting earlier with uh, Coyote. Oh, hey. over in the public baths. Now, the the uh, the lady that killed quite horribly, I hear the uh, the man with the dancing monkey foot. Oh, uh, oh, her. Um, I've heard she's quite pretty. Is that right? No. No, she's she's not. No, she's quite ordinary looking. <laughs> crosses his, crosses his legs a little bit and looks uncomfortable. You know. <laughs> no need to roll an inside. <laughs> um. How did it go anyway? Um, I I may have agreed to something that's kind of silly. You know how sometimes that kind of thing happens. Just you you kind of I. Now and again, uh, what might you have uh, agreed for us to do? Um, well, look, I really, I should talk to everybody about this. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I suspect that to win over Quayote, we need to make it look like somebody's dead.
Hey there, just one last little thing before we go. I want to say thanks again to Daniel from Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG, as Lord Padini Foglio in our intro earlier on. You can find Odyssey, a Babylon 5 RPG, from Temporal Playground Productions on YouTube or wherever you can get podcasts. So that's www.temporalplaygrounds.com forward slash b5odyssey or youtube.com at temporalplaygroundproductI8919.